Hi, this is Roberta Som with The Venus Factor, and I have Kittery with me, and we're going to talk about how she did with the contest. Hi, Kittery. Are you there? I am. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. Good. So, Glad to hear it. So how are you feeling after the holidays? Uh, pretty good, actually. I managed to maintain pretty well through my cruise with my husband, and then the holidays and stress and everything else like that, I uh, barely watched what I ate and only put on like four pounds. So I'm oh good. Oh, my God. That is awesome. <laughs> That's how we do it. I mean, life just rolls on and we've, uh, we learn all the tools and we know what to do now. So it's awesome. Absolutely. Yep. So, all right, let's start with um, how did you find uh, Venus? Well, actually, my husband found it. Um, he followed a Facebook link, which he never does for the Adonis um, mm-hmm. site. And he watched that, and I kind of watched it over his shoulder, and then we saw that there was a woman's version of it. And he said, do you? And I said, sure, and why not? What have we got to lose? I mean, well, obviously, except for the weight itself. And And uh, we got signed up in August, the very tail end of August of 2014. Wow, that's awesome. So he's doing Adonis, or what? Yes, in fact, um, right after we started, we both decided to join the contest at that point. Um, His was 15, I think, something like that. Anyways, and he took 10th place in the contest. Nice. On his very first tryout. So, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun when that happens. You know, it's surprising because people don't realize um, when they make progress, it happens kind of slow. And they, uh, a lot of people won't even finish the contest because they won't, they won't think that they did anything. And then, but they, they could have placed. You know, they right. didn't finish. Because really, we all only change at a certain rate. And both of the programs are more based on health, not just the biggest loser, you know, extreme or anything like that. It's just do, living your normal life, give it a little push, and right. it, it's only going to happen so fast, So, especially for women. <laughs> uh, very frustrating, actually. <laughs> it's a lot slower for us, because um, my husband... Um, decided he wanted to lose some weight, and like within a month, he just like decides, and it's not a big emotional thing. He's just like fix the problem, you know. And he didn't have that much to lose anyway, and he's just like within a month, you know, all he did was a couple things, and boom, <laughs> you know. what I'm like, isn't, isn't that annoying? <laughs> That's kind of what my husband did. I mean, he just he's like, okay, well, we're gonna do this, and let's go, and and then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, you're losing weight faster than I am. You're trimming it faster than I am. That was, that's just not fair. <laughs> I know, it's not fair. It's totally not fair. But, yeah, they have they have the hormones for it, and that's why that's why we have the um, undulating program. The guys don't need that. So right. We're the ones that need that. So, yeah, well, to be honest with you, he actually did it with me because... Well, that's good. It, I, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Go right. Ahead. And it actually worked out because he's a big guy. I mean, my... At his smallest, that since I've known him, he's 196 pounds and he's 6'3". Wow. So he needed, instead of being down at that 1,000 calories oh, um, that's way too exclusively him, yeah. for guys, he, he was just too big. So he had to have those 
what we call maintenance days or eat-up days. He had to have those or else he was crashing. Right, right, right. But he also doesn't, he can lose weight uh, eating more than 1,000 calories definitely too. He doesn't have oh, to yeah. that low. But yeah. at the time, at that time, all we knew is what we had read, you know, drop to 1,000 calories and <laughs> and that's where you sit. And so that's what he did. And then when I said, I need an eat-up day, um, he's like, well, fine, if you get one, I'm taking one too. <laughs> and, oh, awesome. And we just, we just found that that worked very well for us. And um, except for during the first contest that I entered when I sort of did the, well, if 1,000 calories a day for six days is good, then for 13 days it ought to be better. Uh, I don't recommend that at all, ever. <laughs> and actually crashed and burned hard. If you look at my profile, you can see back in um, like October, I think it was, of 2014, I have bruises from where I fell in the gym doing oh barbell God. rollouts because I literally hit, I lost it. I just completely... I was there one minute, and then my brain shut off, and the next thing I know, I'm on the floor. Oh, my goodness. And so, so yes, I've, I am a huge advocate for the undulating protocol. Right. after that, we started making sure that I took my eat-up days and, and that I didn't take any extra off of that because I was so almost militaristic with my 1,000 calories. Right. That um, that if I kept trying to take off that extra 10% or 15% on my eat-up days to kind of go for the fudge factor, mm-hmm. um, I was still too low. Right, right. So I right. had to eat up all the way. Right. Yeah. So now what do you think was most beneficial about this program for you? Mm. Um. The community, honestly. Ah. Um, ah. I absolutely love being part of the Venus community. And this time, because of some challenges going on in, in my life health-wise, I wasn't able to be on there nearly as much as I had been before. And But um, anytime I had any challenges, even though I couldn't necessarily take the time to you know, do a whole blog entry or pop the question into the forums and wait for answers or anything else like that. I had several key people I knew I could ping and say, hey, I'm having this issue, then I could immediately get back offline and get the answer emailed to me. Right, right, Um, right. Love that. We as women just, we tend to like gravitate towards other women that are going through the same thing we're going through. Mm-hmm. And so the community is fantastic for that. Um, okay. Just because it gives us that, for lack of a better term, the sense of community. I mean, it just, it lets us know that there's other people that are having the same challenges we are and what they did to get through it. Right. Right. Yeah, we, we tend to need that. And oh. um, and we can really empower each other when we when we do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can see that. I see that in the community all the time. It's just that's where the power comes from, and it's neat because it's all 
it's all us doing it, you know. Exactly. <laughs> it, and in some ways, I mean, of course, it's the program. The program gives us the tools, but it's. I think there's more power in us helping each other out than anything else. Well, and I think that's the way that a lot of the what has now become the fad diet originally started out to do like Weight Watchers and stuff like that was to give you that sense of community. Right. But then it became more of a, a money thing. Let's let's get you in, get your money, get you out, you know, and you're on your own. Here you go, congratulations. Right, right. Where, even even Weight Watchers is like an ongoing fee. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um where with Venus and with Adonis to an extent, I mean we I've watched, looked over my husband's shoulder, and we have a lot better community than the Adonis group does. Oh, yeah. Well, guys aren't, um, they aren't as, they don't have the same needs we do as far as community, and so they tend to use their forum more like a database, like just like, it's just an information. Exactly. Um, But, um, so for us, I mean, and I like the fact that I can get on it at any time. Right. Where and it it was just a one flat fee to start with the program. Then my husband and I chose to do the immersion thing because we like listening to the podcasts. We right. you know would pop those in while we're working out and and stuff like that. Um, and so we did that and got that all taken care of. But even still, compared to the and I still see huge ads for, you know, do this diet. It's only this much a month for the rest of your life. Right, right. And whereas Venus is like, no, this is your fee. It's a set fee. This is it. That's all you do. Right. Ta-da. Right. And <laughs> some people, it seems like a lot, they're just like, wow, that's expensive. But if if you look at how much people spend doing all these other things that are continuous, it's really not that much. It's worth Oh, yeah, lesson. especially... Yeah. Especially when you figure in how much people spend on the food. Mm-hmm. You know, where we come in and we say, no, you know, you eat what you want to eat. Now, you will find that as you're eating what you want to eat that you start gravitating towards better food for you. But right. it's not you have to buy this, you have to buy that, you have to buy this food because this is what's going to make you lose weight. Or you have to buy this supplement because that's what's going to make you lose weight. Right. Um, it's it's a completely different mindset. Um, one of the things that I frequently say is this is a life change. It's not it's not a get thin quick. It's not a something that you're going to be able to do for the next two months and voila, you're going to be in the best shape of your life. There you go. This is right. something you're going to be following for the rest of your life. And as long as you want to keep where you're at for the rest of your life. Now, if you want to let it go and and blow back up again, I mean, by all means, that's your choice. But I don't recommend it. (laughs) But actually, you know, um, as you're finding now, in some ways it's it's simple, but it's still hard to do because it always seems not fair when it, you know, like just with the holidays is a perfect example. It creeps up. And most of us know we eat more because, you know, we see that we're going to parties and we're eating more treats and things like that. But... It just creeps up so fast compared to losing it. It seems like I, I don't know oh, if it's yeah. in our mind or or if it's real, but it just it always seems like that. And so over the years, I found that it always just 
seems so unfair and you just you just you so want to blame it on health or or thyroid or hormones or this or that and it always comes down to the food. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, roll up your sleeves, knuckle down. It's just a couple more days. It's not like for me every time I get frustrated with that, I'm like, well, guess what? It's not going to take me 3 years to lose 85 pounds anymore. It's just a right. few weeks of making up for a little bit of vacation eating. So just, you know, roll up your sleeves and deal with it. It, But it feels just as hard to do those few days as it did. And you're kind of like, I already did all that work but for those three years. Why do I have to do this again? Okay. <laughs> well, quite frankly, you spent the last three weeks pushing food in your mouth. <laughs> well, and for me, it's usually not like that. It's only a couple days here and there. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty um, disciplined. And still, it'll creep up, and I'm like, God, that wasn't fair. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and, really and we, uh, as I said, my husband and I, we went on a cruise, and it was our 25th wedding anniversary. And so, um, congratulations! And Thank you. And then Christmas Day is also my husband's birthday. Oh. So, you know, we we went on this cruise, and so we were eating like gang. I mean, but we realized because we were joking with a couple of the personal trainers on board ship that we had become friends with. It's like, you know, yes, we're eating like crazy, but what we're eating is we're eating protein. We're eating, you know, we're not stuffing our mouths full of huge amounts of carbs every day during the day. You have an awareness now. Oh, yeah. But once we got to dinner, it was like, oh, game on. (laughs) But we were also, you know, when we were in port, we were walking between 6 and 10 miles a day. And Mm -hmm. my husband's got a pedometer um, on his watch. And so we were hitting between 16 and 20,000 steps just in port, not Mm -hmm. including what we did on the ship. And we primarily took the stairs on the ship because that's just the way we are. I don't like standing around waiting for an elevator, so I'll take the stairs. Right. And even the the guys on the ship, they just, because we kind of did this little thing and it was to test our body measures. and It, it was basically the step down from doing a bod pod mm-hmm. type thing to get your DEXA scores. Right. Um, it was a step down from that, but several steps up from the scale you know, stepping on the scale and hoping that it's somewhere remotely close to what your fat is. Right. And um, I was doing the happy dance because according to that, I was at 21%. Mm -hmm. And they said, yeah, let's see how you are at the end of the cruise. And by the end of the cruise, I had gained four pounds. Right. And So was that, according according to that test that you did, was it four pounds? I mean, did it, what was your body fat percentage? Uh, the body fat percentage was 21%. And, and at the end? Or did you test it at the end? I didn't test it at the end. Mm. But um, so we were laughing because when I had stepped back on the scale, I had just gotten done eating breakfast and drinking a couple bottles of water and running around. And they said, you know what? What you did was amazing because we almost never see that on a ship. Right. Is people not gaining anywhere between 10 and 12 pounds right. because they just see food and they're just, you know, got to eat, got to eat, right. got to eat. 
<laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you just you learn like like sometimes you'll skip breakfast. I mean, when my husband and I once I had this awareness when we went on vacation, we we were just like, and we went on a cruise too. We we're just like, it's just too much food all the time, and so we would plan on skipping at least one meal, if not two. We and it was like you with dinner, and so for us sometimes it would be brunch or breakfast. If we picked the meal that was going to be it, that's going to be our meal. And then mm-hmm. and we do it together, and then we either have snacks or we'd skip some meals. We we just decide to skip like a whole meal, like dinner or breakfast or whatever, or lunch. I mean, yeah, it, we just we just made it different every day, but just had fun with it because it was us doing it together. Exactly, and that's the way Keith and I are very much. I mean, you don't get to twenty five years without <laughs> being wanting to do yeah. things together. And, and that's with everything in our lives, but it made it really nice with doing the weight loss, too, is because we had that partner, that immediate partner. Right. To our, oh, what's it the is, word for it? Our, our accountability buddy. Exactly. You know? because, yeah, it is really important, and I know, I know it's hard for the people that don't have that, and I have that. I'm just like you. I mean, I've been married about the same time to my husband and and it's it's the same thing and we we've just both live a different lifestyle he's learned from me he doesn't have to do everything that I do because I'm so much smaller but and and you know of course everything's different for us but he supports me and mm-hmm. you know and we try to we try to work around it but our both of our lives are different because of it both of oh us. yeah um and we like the way our life is now. Yeah, yeah, it's so much healthier. It's like our goal is like, man, we're going to live to 100. You know, even if we don't, you know, that's our plan. <laughs> we're going to count Exactly. <laughs> and Keith and I are the same way. I, I joke that, you know, I'm going to live to 120 and my husband's not allowed to live until I die or is exactly. not allowed to die until I die. Exactly. And the problem is he's 10 years older than I am. So. Oh. <laughs> so I know. He's like, how does this work? I'm going to have to live to 130. I'm like, technology, baby. We're going to lose all this weight. We're going to be fantastic and healthy. And we're going to invest in all of that technology to help us get older. Exactly, exactly. And if nothing else, you know what? We know that we did everything in our own power. Me. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so okay. So you use the community. You had your husband. You definitely yep. use undulating protocol. And then, oh, yeah. um, what about friends and family? Um, well, my dad and my mom actually got on to Venus and Adonis after they saw how well my husband and I did. Awesome. And the next contest, my mom placed tenth. Nice. And oh, yeah. Nice. So, yeah. So then, to be honest with you, when I went into this contest, that was my goal was to beat my mom and my husband. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to do better than 10th place to beat my mom and my husband. Oh, my but, God. Um, <clears throat> but my dad is doing fantastically well. Um, when we got the results of the contest, due to some unfortunate circumstances, we were in the hospital with my mom and... Um, he was busy bragging to everybody who came into the room, you know, friend test on my mom. Oh, you should see the before and after pictures of my daughter. We just found out she won fifth place in this contest and you know, had me showing pictures to everybody and ended up we gave out the information to probably a dozen people. 
um, wow. a dozen different women who want to get on Venus because they saw a real life success story. Exactly. Um, exactly. I, we've been we've talked to people on the cruise who just look at us and go, I can't believe you've had three kids and that you're forty, almost forty five years old and you don't look it. And and how do you do it? And I'm like, well, let me tell you about this program. Mm-hmm. And so there's been a number of people that we've talked to, I mean, quite literally all over the U.S., that is now wanting to investigate it and see if it's something that they think will work for them. Um, at first, my family was like, oh, you're losing weight too fast. You know, mm-hmm. You're not yeah. doing this in a healthy way. You're getting too skinny. And finally, I... <clears throat> For lack of a better term, we call it having a come-to-Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. And I basically told them they needed to stop. That I knew where I wanted to get to. My husband knew where I wanted to get to. If I got close to it and we both felt that that was too small, then I'd stop. But you know, I have this picture in my brain of what I want to look like, and I'm not there yet, but I'm a whole lot closer than I was when I started. Right. Um, but after that, and after I just said, look, when I get there, I'll know I'm there. And right. I won't go any further. Well, if you're sure, yes, I'm sure. Yeah. That's, I have a yeah, goal. I have a dream. I have a passion. I, <laughs> I know. I know. You know, it's, um, well, for some some people, it really it really scares them when they see it. It's It's not always... Sometimes, you know, it seems like it's jealousy, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes they really are scared, and they're really concerned, and they really, because our society is not used to seeing that. And when they see someone losing weight, it's usually not on purpose. It's because they have some sort of illness. And so, exactly. And so it scares people, and so they, they really are scared, and so you kind of have to stand your ground. It's kind of a fight. You have to stand your ground and say, no, look, I'm fine. I'm perfectly healthy, mm-hmm. I'm strong, I'm going to the gym, I'm strong at the gym, I sleep good, um, hey, I feel healthy. You know, right. they might, you feel healthy and you know it and you're listening to your body and so you just have to stand your ground with them just like you did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and I I kind of have a, I have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, which basically means that I can't lift weights anymore. Mm-hmm. Um that doesn't stop me from working out. It just means I can't physically lift any actual weights in my hands. Uh, oh, wow. I just I dislocate my body. Um, I basically all of my my joints are hyper flexible, and so wow. um, it if I if I lift too much weight, I, anything over five pounds, I have bones in my arm dislocating, and and my shoulders dislocate, and and um, it, it's not a pretty thing. I mean, it, it's kind of an invisible disease, but a lot of my friends know I've got it. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, it, it has absolutely nothing to do with weight, nothing to do with how I am right. physically. It just means that I have to be more protective of my body than, you know, I can't go out running because if I step on a rock wrong, I'm going to roll my ankle and probably dislocate it. Oh my goodness! So okay, so I, this I didn't know this. So this brings up a really interesting. Yeah. So what did you do? I, I think people are going to want to know this. What did you do for workouts? 
Um, so this kind of has been a progression thing. Um, the first time I entered the contest, I did the um, the circuit training because I had been weight training before that, and I looked at the initial program and went, <laughs> you're kidding, right? Because I'd been working out. Right. And then I got really sick at the end of the contest um, and was in the hospital for nine days, and that triggered this EDS. I mean, I've had it my entire life, but that triggered the the, mm. the really bad, you know, when things just sort of started falling apart. Right. And uh, so because I knew how my muscles were supposed to fire using the circuit training, what I did was I still used that circuit training just without weights. And so it was all body weight, I mean, body mechanics type right. thing where, you know, doing the arm curls. Okay, I know my bicep muscle is supposed to flex in this fashion. And then I would, um, I started out doing just one set of all of the exercises through the entire program of the circuit training. And then I started back over at, you know, module one, day one, and did two circuit, or two series of them, two Mm -hmm. sets of reps. And just slowed down and forced my muscles to fire in the way that I knew they were supposed to. Wow, that you know what? That's amazing. That that just makes your story so amazing. And it's also (laughs) Thank you. That just is also proof that it's really it's really the diet that controls your body fat. And it really you, is. Um, yeah. Oh my god. And gosh. I I still have muscle definition. I still have all of that. It's not as pronounced as I would like it to be. Right. But and as it was before. But um, on the flip side, I refuse to let this the EDS dictate who I am and so and I refuse to sit down on the couch and wallow in self-pity about it and you know eat Oreos so you know as much as I love Oreos that's not going to get me where I see myself and um, when my granddaughter was born I was bound and determined I was not going to be that frumpy grandma Right. And it didn't matter what I had to do to get there. And, uh, yeah, the frumpy grandma is definitely not two words that get put with me anymore. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I do still have, you know, some muscle definition. I still am able to flex all of the muscles. I just can't do the weight. So there's some days where... Can you do little weights I can do, or, or resistance I, I can bands? do like two pounds. I can do like the two, three-pound weights. I can't do anything over five pounds. Right. Um, which, for some of the, the exercises, is it, it's really kind of funny because I, I still have so much strength that I feel like I'm flinging these weights around. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I still have a lot of strength in my legs. I, I used to be a dancer, so I still got all that muscle in there, and it didn't take a whole long, lot of time for that to come back. Once the fat was coming back off again to have that muscle show. Right. And so here I am doing, like, um, um, the bowling. 
like the bowling ball weights, the oh, bowler uh, weights, the bowler, uh, bowler squats. Bowler squats. So, yeah, here I am doing the bowler squats with this little two-pound weight. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so imagine how silly that looks. That's why I imagine doing it, actually doing it and feeling how silly that is. But right. it was still enough to keep my mind focused on this is, you know, yeah, it's a whole little itty-bitty bit of weight, but it was still enough to make my muscles remember how they were supposed to fire doing that exercise. Right. And you were still working. It's just when you, even if you weren't holding the weight, you know, even if you were pretending exactly. to hold the weight, it's still work and it's good work. Right. Yeah. And and no, I'm not going to have the huge muscle definition that a lot of other Venuses are going to get by being able to do that workout. And I know right, that, right. and I, I'm okay with that because I still know I'm healthy. Right. I You know what? I just love that about you. I just think I admire that because you're oh, thank just... You. You're just um, you're just like a no excuses kind of girl. You're just like, hey, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to do this, and it, and you're it's clear that you're very passionate about it. And I mm-hmm. just, I just think that's neat. Yeah, I am very passionate about it. And yeah. you know, if anybody, I it's it's been kind of funny because if anybody brings up, oh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about losing weight. I want to lose weight. I'm like, let me tell you a story. <laughs> and then I'll bring up the pictures of when I was 214 pounds. Right. And, right. you know, almost twice what I am now as far as, not as far as weight, but as far as size. I was a size 16, 18 at 214. I'm a size 6 now. Oh, and that's, that's amazing. frequently can get down into a 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and I laugh because, you know, for years... I've, I've always had a hourglass figure. It mm-hmm. just, I have. I came by it naturally. My grandmother has a, you know, I... It is just, genetic. Yeah, I, yeah I, genetically I was very blessed in having an hourglass figure. My hourglass was just a whole lot plumper than it is now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, so on a whim, I started looking at, you know, um supermodels that had hourglass figures and which there's not really a whole lot of them Mm -hmm. um but then i started looking at fitness uh, models that did have an hourglass figure and how they got that and you know stuff like that and i look at what they did and look at what we do and went ours is a lot easier boy is ours a lot easier right um and then started looking at at actresses well with my hair short and curled up and and stuff like that, like in the pictures, I can very easily pull off this whole Marilyn Monroe thing. Mm -hmm. And my measurements now are pretty much exactly what hers were when she died. Mm -hmm. And it amazes me, and I'm sitting here looking at myself now going, you know, I know how small I am. Mm-hmm. And especially how small I am compared to a lot of the rest of society. Right. And thinking, and back then, they thought she was big. And I can't imagine myself a whole lot smaller than I am. 
right. <laughs> to well, yeah, some of that the 1950s norms. Right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> some of that is um, just pictures. I mean, pictures do make you look bigger than you are. It's like, and so, some, and it's just perceptions of society. And, uh, you know, back in the day that, you know, she was, she was the goddess. And now mm-hmm. um, they've gotten more into society, at least in, I mean, it's weird because society overall is obese. But oh, yeah. when it comes to, like, models and fitness, it's like, you know, for a while there it was like the ultra skinny. And it's just like, gosh, that is so, the extremes are so weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> but hey, it's all, I completely agree. But uh, pictures are funny because it's like there's a lot of people that think I'm big, and it's like unless they see me in perspective with something else, I'm like I'm really tiny. I mean, oh really, yeah, I've really seen tiny. pictures of you. You're <laughs> when I whenever I'm standing with someone with other people, it's like oh my god, you know. Even for me, I'm just like oh my god, I'm so small because I don't always necessarily see it when I'm out and about. I I, I guess mm-hmm. I don't see. It's like projecting in to see what you look like until someone takes a picture. And even like at the winery last weekend, someone took a picture of me and my friends. And I thought I was kind of like sort of like the same size as them. And it's like I'm almost a head smaller, uh, shorter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really weird. And I and I have muscles, so they think it's big. But really, it's I'm not big. I'm not big at all. Uh, it's just your personality. You've got this ginormous personality that everybody <laughs> just falls in love with. <laughs> I don't even see that either. I'm just like, hey, I'm just motoring, motoring on being me, and people say stuff, and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, so, I get that uh, too. I got that on the cruise. Is people just going, I just love, you know, your personality, and you're always smiling, and and, you know, you just, you're kind of out there just being you, and you just attract people to you. And I'm like, well, that's just you know, that's, that's just me, right? You're and, well, you're full of life, and you're happy, and your story is amazing. I mean, the 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 thing you have you. with your joints is like that's incredible. I hope this helps. I have a feeling this is going to help people realize that. Um, well, number one, you don't have to be defined by your excuses of whatever it is that your circumstances or your physical whatever it is because mm-hmm. we all have something. I mean, I have stuff I have to work around. I don't talk about it all the time, but I mean, I have physical things that I have to work around that don't make me able to do everything I want to do. And you just can't have excuses. You have to decide you're going to be happy, that you're going to be healthy, that you're going to motor on, that you're going to be happy with your gifts. But your struggle exactly. is very unique, and it sounds like that was probably the biggest obstacle for you was your, the issue you have, right, with workout? It it very much was because I'm used to being very active and I'm used to being able to go fling weights in the gym and everything like that. And when my body crashed at the end of 2014, um, I sat there and I was just like, I, I don't know who I am anymore. You know, because I'm used to being the big, rough, tough, you know, Tom girl, right. Tom boy, right. rather, you know, the hanging out with the guys and and stuff like that. And that's how I grew up, you know. Almost right. all of my cousins were guys, and so that's just what you do. Um, and then my body crashed, and I was like, well, what do I do now? And um, Can you still again, do your dance? I, can you still do your dancing that you like? I do. 
I do Good. still dance, um, not as often as I would like, obviously, because you know, there are just some days my body's like, no, you can't, I'm not going to let you function today. Right. And those are the days I sit on the couch and I cry and I have a pity party. And, and so, I mean, I still have those days where, you know, I wish it was different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, this is the hand that I was dealt. And I choose to not focus on it. Right. Um, and I choose to let... EDS is one of those really weird um, diseases. They, they literally call it an invisible disease because if you look at me, you don't know there's anything wrong. Right. Because it's all internal. Um, and so um, people go, well, you can't really feel that bad. I'm like, you have no idea how bad I feel. You have no concept. Right. But... I chose a long time ago that I wasn't going to let that be what sits out on my sleeve. Right. You know, I'm not right. going to go around and say, you know, I'm in this much pain, feel sorry for me. No, you know, this is who I am. This is what I've been dealt. I am trying to help raise the awareness of that as well because it's, it's something that is relatively rare. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm on a, an EDS board, and one of the things that they talk about is, you know, oh, I can't, I can't lose weight because I have this. Mm, and that's where I come back up and went, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You are not <laughs> going to use this as an excuse. Because when it comes down to it, excuses are useless. Right. Yeah. You know, right. They're not going to change your tomorrow. They're not going to change your today. All they're going to do is give you a reason to sit on your rear. Yes, I get it. I know. I know probably better than in most people what chronic pain feels like. Mm-hmm. I don't use to choose it as an excuse. Right. right. And that's and I've seen on the board some people, you know, and I'll ping them privately and talk to them when they talk about, you know, I can't do this exercise, I can't do that exercise. And I have come up with various ways of getting around to where I'm working the same muscles but not doing the exercise in the program because I physically cannot do it. Right. And so I'll ping them privately and say, okay, this is what I have done and this is why I have done it. And I've had several people send me messages back saying, thank you so much, and that helped. That got me past it. Right. <clears throat> so that's neat. That's so neat because look at how you're able to help people now and affect people around you. You know. Yeah. With, with your knowledge. And I like helping them. people. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, how did you feel about your final pictures? I thought they were amazing. I love that picture of you in, in the purple dress. <laughs> I made that dress. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm a seamstress as well. So I made that dress. Um, I did not make my bikini. But that was actually really hard to find a bikini at this Mm -hmm. time of year to fit me in Colorado. Right. That didn't work out so well. Um, I mean, the the bikini was fantastic. But the dress, I, Keith, my husband actually picked that dress out for me to take the pictures in because mm-hmm. he said, you know, I love the way you look in that and it really shows off 
everything that you have worked so hard for. Mm-hmm. And, did. Yep. And so um, I, I actually really like my pictures. I know a lot of people go, you know, they're not where I want them to be yet, so they're not quite what I was looking for. And I, I had a blast doing them. I had a fantastic photographer. Um, he's been a photographer for our family, for, for my kids and my um, granddaughter for a couple of years now. And, and uh, so I used him, and he was great. Um, he took about a million pictures and then said, okay, these are the ones that I think, and these are the ones I think you're going to think. And I ended up choosing the ones he had picked out. Um, <laughs> I just liked him. Right. Um, in my side shot picture, you'll see that I, I have the chair. Mm-hmm. And part of that was because my hip had dislocated right before the picture, and so I couldn't stand there. Oh. So I was holding onto the chair so I could get the picture taken, which is why the, the only reason why the chair was in the picture. Well, it's a cute picture. <laughs> I don't think everyone <laughs> else wants to see it. I mean, I saw it. Well, no, and, and, and well, so it was one of the things cute. My husband was like, well, you've got to make sure that you tell, tell Roberta that, is that you know, right. I'm sure you're going to talk about it, is, you know. Oh, my but, gosh. So, yeah, I was like holding under the chair going, please take the picture, please take the picture. I know. So, but, you know what, it's, what, we'll, we'll put that, we'll make sure that picture's in your story when we, when we post your interview. <laughs> and okay. We'll yeah, and we'll talk about whatever picture, other pictures you want. We can put any pictures in your article that you want, so. Oh, I was going to send you my, my, me at my ginormous. Your what? Um, I call it me at my ginormous, at, <laughs> at me at 214 pounds. Oh, absolutely. Send that to me, Bef- yeah. Yeah, before I started um, Venus and, and any of the other programs where, you know, I didn't realize I was that big until I looked at another picture and went, oh, dear God. Right. I I couldn't believe that I was that big. And, you know. Um, yeah, most, a lot but, of us, it's like it, it, that it's when we see a picture of ourselves, we're like, oh, my God, how did I get there? <laughs> well, and when it was just a picture of me, I could sort of see it, but I'm like, well, you know, I'm still pretty healthy. It's It's not that bad. Right. Then I had a picture of me with my cousin who I always looked at as being chunky and realized I was the same size she was. Right, right. And that was what I went, oh, yes, we will be stopping this now. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. We all reached that point where we're like, all right, this isn't happening anymore. This is not happening anymore. <laughs> exactly. I have hereby called, stab me with a fork, I'm done. <laughs> you know? This means war. <laughs> exactly, right. exactly. War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So now, um, what's the advice that you would give to other women who want to lose weight but feel stuck like it's never going to happen, especially with how, how big you were? What, what would you say to people? coming into this program now? Um, first off, don't ever step on the scale every day. <laughs> don't do it. It right. will make you crazy. Right. Um, what I did was once a month, on the first Sunday of the month, um, I took pictures, kind of a, a 
before and after and during type of shot. Um, we had we chose a weights and measures day, and that was the only time I got on a scale. Um, because you will fluctuate, and you will have good days, and you will have bad days. And if you look at a week's trend versus a daily trend, um, you'll see where you're going down. Right. Um, even even then, sometimes uh, you reach a point. Oh yeah. Where Plateaus. Right. Well, suck. and it's really I hate, <laughs> I I hate that it's called a plateau because it's really not. It's just that the scale isn't telling you what's everything that's going on in your body. And so um, it sometimes oh, it's like sometimes it's like once a month. I mean, it, it, I would almost rather if it was my world and how I had people do things, I'd say only measure once a month because really, it's if you the focus needs to be on the process. The process gets you there, even if you never got on the scale, you could achieve your goals. Oh, right. And and I well and, I, and the, yeah yeah. Go ahead. The last time that um, this lasted contest that I was in, mm-hmm. um, I probably only did my weights and measures. Well, I, I would step on the scale every week, but I think I only did the measurements like four times, mm-hmm. maybe five, right. during the whole thing. Because I was then at that point where I was going through tons of doctor's appointments and, and everything else like that because I had just been diagnosed. And so... I didn't have time to, and I didn't have the energy to focus on, you know, what I could work on and still focus on what the scale was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I would say is measure everything. Don't just measure oh, yeah. your, your, don't just measure your chest and your waist and your hips or your shoulders and your chest and Measure everything. My neck changed. And there were, there were a couple mm-hmm. of times throughout this whole process where my arms would change, but nothing else would. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my legs would go down and my chest would go down, but my waist stayed the same. And, oh, my goodness, it's so frustrating. But then once you take in the whole picture, okay, well, so I only went down 0.6 pounds. But I lost an inch in my chest and in my hips. Or I lost three inches from my bicep to my forearm to my calf to my knee right? type of thing. Right. right. And, and sometimes, sure you, sometimes you, you won't even have changes in your measurements and you and the sometimes the only thing you'll see is if you take front side and back pictures especially the back right. picture you'll you'll see things that won't be in any of those measurements it'll be like oh yeah it'll be like you know the part the of the hangover that, you that don't goes away <laughs> it's like oh my god look at that little that little thing and you have to put yeah. the pictures next to each other and you're like there look at right there look at right there and so and that'll be enough motivation to like okay i'm going to keep going <laughs> Well, and it's like you can, like you said, with doing the pictures, because your butt measurement may not have changed, but it will have lifted. Right, and right. And so the the crease between your, you know, your exactly. butt thigh transition <laughs> has significantly changed. Right, <laughs> right. Or just, yeah, just little little areas of fat that just disappear. <clears throat> that right. 
aren't in any of the measurements. They're not in your arms. They're not in your legs. They're not in your hips. It's like just below your hips. You know, just it'll be some area that you never measured. And it's not going to show up in the scale, and it's not so it's not going to even show up anywhere except the picture, and you're only going to see it if you have the before picture and the after picture like right next to each other, and you're like, there it is, right there, it's working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's why we would take pictures on the for us the first Sunday of every month, and we would take right. them in exactly the same place, right. yeah, and be the exact same distance from right, right, that same place for the person taking the picture. So that we had that absolute comparison. Exactly. You know, we wear the same clothes yeah. because even even if you can't necessarily see it on your body, you can see how your clothes change. Right. Right. You know, where you have a little more of a wrinkle there, you know, across your back that mm-hmm. you didn't have before. Right. Right. It's so, it's um it's all these subtle things and it happens so slowly but the process does work and if you oh yeah I mean the process works it's it's really it's all about the food right <laughs> it is well it's all about the food and remembering it's not what you shove in your mouth so much as how much you shove in your mouth exactly um exactly. and the exercise and, did help you keep your mindset because what you did oh yeah your exercise it it put skin in the game for your whole attitude for your whole day for your food choices, it all it all works in synergy. Yes. Yeah. It did. And with <clears throat> I think one of the other things that I would say is don't give up. I mean oh, yeah. you you are gonna have crap come up in your life. Some of us know that crap a whole lot better than others of us. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna have that come up in your life and if you have that and you fall backwards, don't give up. Right. You know draw that line in the sand, step over it. Today is a new day. Mm-hmm. And the minute your eyes open, today is a new day, manage your choice from here. Don't don't try and manage your past because you can't go back and change it. Why even bother? Why right. bother trying? Yep, yep. So yeah. if, if you live every day as if today is the day that I'm going to do better. You know, yes, I had this ginormous hunk of junk happen back there, but today I'm going to do better. Right. Um, Log your food. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Please log your food because I guarantee you you're eating more than you think you are. Right, right. Get a digital scale. Um, All all those things that we talk about on the forums, all those things that were talked about when we first looked at the program. Well, it's good to talk about because there's a... There's a lot of people that don't go in the forum. There's a lot right. of people. And so they're hearing this call here, and so it's good for them to hear this from you. So you're saying, exactly. you know, measure your food, measure your food, right? And, you know, you don't have to be necessarily as fanatical about it as some people are. Um, basically, what I would do is on my deficit days, I was fanatical about it. Mm-hmm. On my eat-up days, not as much because, right. you know, going from 1,000 calories a day to 1,935 in a day, I just cannot physically eat that much food. Mm-hmm. So right. I knew that no matter what I ate, I was going to be up around that 1,900-calorie mark, and sometimes that meant I had to eat ice cream. Oh, darn <laughs> the bad luck. 
<laughs> but uh, but you should be able to enjoy your ice cream. Absolutely. And yeah. and I don't mess around when it comes to my ice cream. I mean, I like ice cream. <laughs> right. I'm like that so too. I wasn't I wasn't as stringent on making sure that I got it down to the gram right. on my on my eat up days. Right. But on, on your my deficit, deficit days, days you were though. Yeah. Yeah, I was much more, you know, I weighed everything out to the gram. I weighed, I made sure that I logged everything. If I made a new recipe, I put it into my fitness pal as I built the recipe. So it was not a, oh, well, I think I put this much in and it might have been that much. I would measure it out, put it in my fitness pal, and then put it in the bowl. Right. Because I needed to have that rigidity to keep myself focused on, yes, I am making progress. Right. You know, and not just in the once pictures. You, once you have the recipe in there, it's kind of neat because then it's there and you just have to put, oh, I'm ha- I had a serving of this. You know, you just go select it. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, I will be the first to admit, starting Thanksgiving Day, I haven't logged a thing in my <laughs> But I, I figure I'm not doing too bad if I still haven't no. gained that much weight through Thanksgiving, Christmas, the cruise, everything else. Right. Um, oh, you did amazing. And, you did. That's amazing. And so I will, you know, probably starting on Monday, once I get through some of the other crap that's gone on in my life that was totally out of the blue this last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. Um. I'll probably go back to logging everything, and I'm not going to go back to a thousand calorie deficit every day. Right. Um, and that that would be the other piece of advice. It's not forever. Right. right. I promise you, your waist size will get down to that point where you can start increasing your calories. Right. Um, right. If you follow the process, you know, just like you right. said, it is the process. If you follow the process, you will make the gains or right. losses in this case. But right, right, right. <laughs> you will get there. Um, you will get there. Yep. You will get there. Yep. You will, and I know it's very difficult because it's like we started out with, watching the guys do it, and they seem to be able to lose it so much faster than we can. Back to right. that feeling like it's not fair. Or you have that friend who has a fantastic metabolism and can eat anything that she wants, whenever she wants, however much she wants, and she doesn't gain any weight. Right. And but, we, I have friends like that, too. Right. We can't um, compare ourselves. We just have to deal with what we have. Exactly. That's it. That's it. You know, and never God give up. God gave right? you you for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you may not know what that reason is yet, but you're you for a reason. Right. And right. so, you know, rejoice in the fact that you are making progress. Right. No matter how small it may be. Right. So, um, so I see we've been going for about an hour here. So, I think we've covered oh. everything. Is there anything you wanted to add? Oh gosh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think we covered everything. <laughs> I think we, did I think really we got good. it all. <laughs> yeah, we got it all. So, um, I mean, you're. I, if I could summarize your story, it's it's one of no excuses, never give up, and just roll up your sleeves and do it. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, for the Venus Factor podcast, that was Kittery, and we'll see you next time. Bye.